0: Everyone.
1: Hi, welcome.
0: Welcome to The Grid is for Squares. I'm Vince. I'm Amy. This is a podcast where we smoke a bowl and talk about building a sustainable off-the-grid property in California.
1: Sure is. Uh, today we're smoking some biscotti. I just picked up from the dispensary. They were all out of weed, so I got some biscotti. <laughs> some
0: biscotti instead.
1: Yeah. No, this is... Uh... We've gotten biscotti before. It's a Amazing. hybrid flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're all doing all right.
0: Yeah, it's been a weird and dark couple of weeks, huh?
1: Just one week ago, they they stormed the Capitol.
0: Yeah, I mean, one week ago from now, from when we're recording. Yeah,
1: I guess you can be listening to this in another
0: time yeah. um, in place. This episode will be posted the day before inauguration day, so hopefully by the time that. You are hearing it. Nothing too horrible has happened. Yeah, oh shit my just God. moves
1: so quickly, like faster and faster. Apparently, the Earth uh, moved, the year was one millisecond shorter than an average year. Last huh, year. yeah,
0: and they don't know how or why, right? Uh,
1: I mean, it's not a huge mistake. It's just, it's so many different factors uh-huh. that, you know, they don't know what's going on in the center of the Earth. So uh-huh. it's like a, a bunch of different factors. But but
0: generally, the Earth is slowing down. down right yeah. so the fact that 2020 was actually a millisecond fast mm-hmm. is a bit anomalous Yeah, or
1: like 19 milliseconds i don't know what it was but sure. it means that we won't have to have a leap second as soon
0: huh the whole world wanted to be done with 2020 yeah.
1: yeah um so yeah hope you're all doing well staying safe out there you gotta stay hunkered down i mean jesus there are more cases more active cases in la today than there were in the entire world at the start of lockdown. So yeah, please, please hunker down, stay in place, whatever you need to do to stay away from other monkeys. (sighs) Everybody has coronavirus. That's what you need to assume. Your your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, just like everyone, (laughs) everyone in your whole world has coronavirus right now. You got to take it seriously. And we have a vaccine, but you know, we're not giving it to anybody. We
0: don't have it. We
1: don't have it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird to live in LA right now because we're the worst, right? Are we worse than anywhere else in the world?
1: It's hard to say. I um, think we are because if we're the worst of, place
0: in the country, yeah, and we're the and worst the country. The country is the worst in the world. Then that means that LA is the number one hotspot of coronavirus in the whole world. Yeah. I haven't looked that up, but
1: yeah, we're trying really hard here. We've just got a lot of people, yeah, and we're a very international city. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're trying to to really lay low here because it is so bad. Um, I mean, not to mention, you know, there are armed insurrections in all fifty states. Uh, Yeah, it's not a really good time to be uh, outdoors near (laughs) other people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like living in interesting times, but I'd rather create my own interesting times. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, But in lighter news, um, I discovered this cool podcast. (laughs) I listened to my very first episode of The Greatest for Squares (laughs) last week, and Uh. it's so good. Um. I don't know if I've made this abundantly clear, but Amy does all the work for the podcast. Um, I show up for the recording, you know, and then I go back to my studio on the west side. (laughs) Um, uh, For whatever reason or lame excuse, I haven't listened to a single finished episode. it could be
0: weird to hear your own voice. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good one. Um, The lame excuse is like, ah, I'm working all the time. I'm just too busy. But yeah. Self-conscious about my voice, self-conscious about the fact that, like, this is meant to be my off-the-grid, like, I won't even tell my extended family the address, but here we are, like, broadcasting every little detail of what we do there. Sure, not the
0: address. Not
1: the address. They figured it out from context, I'm sure. I don't think so. It sounds so good, though, and we sound really good. Oh. A lot of times when we go up there, it kind of feels like we're spinning our wheels. We've got all these half-finished projects with a million phases. And right when we're about to put the finishing touches on, we say, oh, no, we have to add one more phase before we can put that phase over the top of it. And it's really Sisyphean. Uh, But especially the last episode, I think I picked a really good one. It was a great reminder of what we can accomplish eventually. Thank you for all your hard work. Oh, I do have to issue a correction, however. Uh, in the previous episode, uh, which was about in-floor heating, I stated that we were using half-inch vinyl tubing. It's actually quarter-inch, two lines of quarter-inch. If you're doing this for yourself, I'd certainly recommend using something like 3 8 or half-inch tubing, especially if you're going to be doing a space bigger than like 10 by 10. Mm-hmm. And definitely go bigger. So Um, do you
0: wish that you would use slightly higher gauge? Wait, higher gauge is smaller, right? Anyway, uh, slightly bigger tube.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't refer to tubing and piping gauge anyway. Um, But, you know, it's okay for this application. What I wish now is that where the two quarter inch line split, that that was stepped up to half inch. Mm. We currently have the, the one quarter inch output splitting into two quarter inch lines. So that, you know, doesn't do our efficiency a lot of favors. Okay. You should, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go to the work and the expense of buying the tubing, just buy the next size up. Um, cause it's, it makes a big difference for the efficiency.
0: Cool. All right. Yeah. So in the last episode, we talked all about our in-floor heating system. Um, but you were up at the property for over a week and you got a lot more done than just in-floor heating. Yeah. Um, I went up for a few days, so I was there for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I like to, you know, see the new year in on the property. So far, I've done that both. Yeah. The the two new years that we've had, 2019 into 2020 and 2020 into 2021. Nice tradition. Uh, So I wanted to go up there and do that, but I was only there for a couple of days because it was kind of cold. Yeah. Um, But you and your mom stayed there for how many days?
1: I think like 10.
0: Was it really?
1: Yeah, it was long enough to forget the day of the week, to stop counting. Um, wow. Long enough to get over that hump of feeling gross and like needing a shower. <sighs> like I would run my fingers through my hair on like day four be like, oh, this is bad. There's no coming back from this. Uh-huh. But by about day seven, I just kind of stopped noticing or <sighs> stopped caring. Yeah, I definitely still needed one um
0: i'm telling you you should try some dry shampoo next time yeah
1: i'll bring it yeah. i did i did wear my hair up the whole time right. for your suggestion and that made a huge difference
0: yeah it doesn't um, stop your scalp from getting greasy but at least it keeps your hair it from getting all matted from and like
1: turning into yeah <laughs> you turn into help. such
0: a forest person when you're up there <sighs> like your hair becomes infused with sticks and, and leaves, moss and yeah. just clods of dirt <laughs>
1: Most of it I put in there intentionally. Uh, Yeah. Um, I think by the end I was even acclimating to the cold mornings, which is quite an adjustment. That's the hardest part of the day for me. Um, When the floor heating's run out, the fire's dead, you know, it's as cold as it's going to get. Yeah. But I think I was getting over it by the end.
0: So 10 days on the property, that is a lot.
1: Yeah, I was able to do that because I quit my job, as you may recall, at the end of 2020, I quit my job in gray water. So yeah, I think the main motivation was to spend more time at the property. And this first trip up was really vindicating. I don't usually get into a rhythm. And this time around, I got into a rhythm by like the third or fourth day and hmm. really got a lot done.
0: It's interesting. I feel like it's a little bit, well, I haven't been up there for more than four or five days total. So I guess maybe I just don't know. But I feel like my first full day at the property is always my most productive because like i'm freshest i'm not sore yet i'm not like kind of worn down from the stress like the physical stresses of living outdoors Mm -hmm. so i i have the most momentum on my first day but it takes you a few days to kind of get into the the groove yeah i don't know you kind of hit the ground running you're productive all the time (laughs) up there
1: thank you i well certainly i try to hit the ground running but i Feel like I also try to pace myself if mm. I know I'm gonna be up there Sorry. ten days.
0: I still can't. I mean, I I've <sighs> witnessed it happen, but I guess yeah, ten days. uh oh, it's just so much.
1: Yeah, and it's weird going that feral. so much happens in the world.
0: Yeah. When
1: when you're just isolated up yeah, there. Yeah. So, so I so had like, to um,
0: text him about yeah. the fucking coup on the Capitol. Try to figure out how in a couple of characters. <laughs> In like one, one text. text that you might or might not be able to get yeah. because of service like hey fyi armed insurrectionists have invaded the capitol building mm-hmm. hope the greenhouse is going well
1: yeah yeah and i wouldn't have predicted or anything but i think like most people it's like you weren't you were disappointed but you weren't surprised right. when you heard the news um yeah we knew something like this was coming and it was it was strange to be getting the news there at the property but right I and was... such
0: like an idyllic.
1: Yeah, but I'm really glad we had that connection, and Mm -hmm. I I wanted to know on the day. But we digress. Um, We got a lot of half-finished projects. We've got all the makings for a shower, Uh I still haven't gotten around to setting that up. Maybe I'll prioritize that next time around, but...
0: But when it's so cold, like, getting into a shower is not really an appealing prospect. I can't really even imagine what it would feel like. We would have to warm up the water a lot for starters. Using the sink is awesome. It's really cool to have a sink up there. We brush our teeth properly now when we're Mm -hmm. up there. Like, you can wash your hands. It's great. However, the water is very cold because it sits outside, which is very cold. It's frigid. So using... The sink is like, it hurts. It's so cold. You know, it it makes me think of Titanic every time I oh, use the sink. Oh I think about what it, how if this is how much it hurts my hands to have water running just on them. How much it? So yeah, yeah. That's what much... I think about when I use the sink is <laughs> the Titanic.
1: Yeah, and that's why I'm not too keen to like get naked at 65 degrees. Yeah, and, like, I think this shower can wait for the wet. summer. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try. We've got all this black, uh, like, just half-inch irrigation tubing uh-huh. that I'm going to try to string up as, like, a solar heater thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, we can In the most basic,
0: yeah. the black color will absorb the right. sun's energy kind of way, not in a solar heated with electricity and solar panel sort of way.
1: Yeah, that's still, like, six months to a year down the mm-hmm. road. Um, what all did we get done beyond that?
0: The main thing we worked on, at least while I was there, besides the in-floor heating, was the yurt. Yeah. Coming along, uh, yeah. we got two of the post holes dug when I was there. Mm-hmm. Then you and your mom finished the other five. Right. It's five. It's seven total.
1: Yeah, seven total. We had started most of them. You got most of them to their to their full depth, and I just had to bottom them out. It but is
0: hard work digging.
1: The deeper you go, especially.
0: Yeah. Oh. And especially because you have to move the dirt too, yeah. So you have to deal with this weight that you're extracting from the earth twice: mm-hmm. first to dig it up, and then to relocate it.
1: I find it very rewarding to to move earth like an open act of defiance against God.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, you're not you're especially not a fan of the wheelbarrow.
0: Yeah, it's just when my arms are tired already from digging. don't have great control over the Uh wheelbarrow and because I want to move fast and I don't want to waste too much time I probably overfill the wheelbarrow and get a little bit too ambitious with how much weight I can move at one time that's a natural
1: tendency you don't like um just like switching muscle groups for a minute that's why I really enjoy taking the wheelbarrow like digging is such an intense workout I think it is the same
0: Or a different muscle group, though. I think for me, it felt the same. It's like whatever muscle is in your forearm, after two days of digging, my back and my arms definitely were feeling it.
1: Yeah. For me, like, I think my shoulders were starting to Mm. get a little stressed because I would do a lot of the pickaxe work. Right. Which is some really intense cardio. And that's why, like, anything but swinging the pickaxe was a break for me.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um,
1: Yeah. Especially as you get down towards the bottom where it's mostly this like clay infused with almost like white perlite or something like Mm. that. Um, it's really slow going and you start to feel it in your shoulder joints. Uh And so I would relish the opportunity to just like pick up a shovel and and move a wheelbarrow full of dirt. Um, I really enjoy doing that. I appreciate you like getting out of your comfort zone and and doing what you did because you you really helped out. Like I said, pretty much all of the holes were as deep as they needed to be when you left, and Aww. they just needed to get bottomed out. So good on you. Um, we got it so all the footers were kind of at an equal depth. I'd say anywhere from like existing grade. Down to like eighteen inches below existing grade. Like we had to dig everywhere, but like where the post tops ended up, the footer uh-huh. tops ended up kind of at grade on the lowest end.
0: It's like two foot hole approximately. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. the deepest ones, but it's hard to say because we kind of um, dug a lot of the surrounding grade as well. Right. So it's hard to say. Yeah, it was a lot of really excavation
0: was. before we ever even started digging the holes. The yeah. Post holes, and we
1: have more to do around the outside once uh-huh. we build the platform. Uh but anyway, um yeah, we dug these seven holes all about one or two feet deep, and then uh dumped in some gravel mm-hmm, yeah. uh, about four fifty pound bags of pea gravel uh that we got from my favorite uh lumber shop in, <laughs> in mariposa yep. um and then threw down these uh pier blocks right. and by throw down, I mean meticulously <laughs> balance and relevel. I put uh, these um, 16-inch 4x4s on the pier blocks uh, to kind of like level it out and Mm -hmm. then pour more gravel around the outside. Um, And then I built uh, this jig, this like rotating jig. I just drilled a bunch of holes uh, 92 inches apart on some like 1x4s and Mm 1x3s so that as I was going around and setting the footers, I kept them interlocked with each other um, so that there was no chance that they were going to shift, because I was using each one to cite the other one. So it's really important that it doesn't change as you go along.
0: Right. So this brings up a more basic point, which is: so the way that they're laid out is one is in the center, and then there's six surrounding it, right? Because a yurt, unlike most construction projects is round, it's a Mm -hmm. circle, it's not a square. So that involves building a platform that is also circular, which is not naturally the way that, you know... Planks of wood want to go. And
1: not the way, like, construction usually right.
0: works. So what was... How did we approach that? What are we doing?
1: Yeah, the the closest and best aspiration to a circle I could think of was a hexagon. Uh-huh. So instead of, like, building a square frame with a bunch of weird square blocky buildouts, which would be, like, grid style... Yeah. Um, I thought, well, hexagons pretty close to a circle. The math works out pretty conveniently that... uh eight foot radius circle mm-hmm. um, if you make like a eight foot radius hexagon it's composed of six triangles which are eight feet on every side uh so the radius is eight feet and it's just six sides that are eight feet long cool conveniently lumber is sold in you know eight foot ten foot, oh, yeah 12 foot length huh. usually at yeah eight foot is cool. the basic so yeah it's been really fun to kind of mull over this foundation design and since you know, I've quit my job now, and there's there's so much time to just hunker down. I've I've drawn a couple different sketches. Uh-huh. Yeah, for like... you've
0: been pouring over it the last couple of
1: days. Yeah, and it's it's needless. Like it's going to be overbuilt no matter what I do. But I'm better kinda...
0: overbuilt than underbuilt, I guess.
1: Yeah, uh, rather than going with like all triangular framing, which is like really fun on paper, uh-huh. uh, but really annoying when you're trying to make the cuts. It's it's mostly just going to be the hexagon frame with straight joists inside. So yeah what's what's next for the yurt then?
0: so for my part, when I got back from being up north, I emailed the yurt company that we're probably gonna go with living in tent um to get a quote um and they got back to me and said it would be it's like just under nine thousand dollars to get a sixteen foot yurt with full ceiling and wall insulation. And French doors as well. And the little door
1: opener. And the little dome
0: opener, yes. Yeah, for the roof.
1: So we got a few upgrades. I think their base model for 16 feet is like Mm -hmm. 6,000.
0: But the insulation in particular is kind of expensive. And the French doors aren't cheap either. Yeah. But that's fine if that's one of the only ways the light is getting in. I guess there are two windows and there's the dome, which is acrylic and Mm -hmm. see through. But all the same, I felt like French doors was a. Yeah. A legit upgrade. Getting
1: big stuff in there is nice too. Mm -hmm. Um, but that wall insulation or all insulation is clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Having
0: been at the property in all seasons now, I can see how both in the height of summer and the low of winter. Um it's gonna yeah. be useful to have an insulated space for sure.
1: You just gotta be able to balance out the day and night variations mm-hmm. in all times of the year. And that's why I'm I'm really glad I went so deep on the the footers, the area around the footers uh-huh. after you left. I've really dug those down too so that we can draw up um cool air cool. during the summer. Yeah. Very um, cool. Yeah, thanks for reaching out to them. Got some colors, got a color wheel. For something yeah, yeah. Gotta decide what tables. color
0: we want our yurt to be hopefully maybe in a month or something we'll put our our half down down payment
1: do you think we should wait until the platform is like built and solid and ready to go before we order or we just like it's
0: eight to ten weeks put
1: the screws on ourselves yeah we just got to get it done right
0: well just because it's done doesn't mean we have to go i I don't know they probably don't want to have it sit in the
1: we have to go Shop. P- pick it up, yeah, which is gonna be its own like one to two thousand dollar expense. I think mm-hmm. the platform's probably gonna cost like at least a thousand, best case scenario. All right.
0: Well, so maybe we do wanna wait until the platform's built then, huh?
1: Yeah, a lot of steps along the way on this yurt.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling real good about our progress on the yurt and how it's going. Nice. What else did you get up to uh after I left?
1: Uh a lot. <laughs> The rest of the footers probably only took a day or two after you left to get Mm -hmm. those wrapped up, so... Then I tried a new approach to our humanure.
0: Yeah. So you were reading about humanure and like getting kind of more into the research and development phase back at home, weren't you? I saw you reading stuff a few times.
1: Yeah. Um typically like I'm not that kind of plumber. I don't like thinking about that stuff, and I think most homesteaders shit. don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not a shit plumber and like I'm not <laughs> into shit and like it's one of those things that I'm starting to think of as an asset rather than a liability and Smart. That's something I try to do or I think we should all do with problems in our lives like try to turn your liabilities into assets yeah. um and yeah with compost or humanure management so far we've been filling up our 5 gallon bucket using the wood chips and then just like we have these corners on the property that I've thought very carefully like okay I'm not going to plant food here right. ever really um, like at the edge of the clearing. Cause you know, you're just going to be parking vehicles there. Uh-huh. So that's a good spot. But like after a year there, we've got a lot of holes. Yeah. And it's, it's already filling up
0: the area and it's only been one year. So. Yeah.
1: So I started doing this research, um, by this guy who like literally wrote the book. He's got this like peer reviewed, like scientific paper about, you know, composting humanure and its safety and like the microbial this and that the effects of it so his design uh is like you just find some free pallets which a lot of you know bigger stores Uh kind of get rid of damaged pallets they just throw them out um so you can get a hold of some of those um and then build kind of multiple bays um and then uh, puts bay. what do you mean? Bay? Like a bay. Like, um, if you get say seven pallets, yeah. you can make three four foot by four foot by four foot compartments, you know, side by side. Okay. Uh, I guess that's what I mean by a bay. Is okay. there a better word for that?
0: Well, do you just mean like compartments. a very large box that you've divided into sections? Yes. Okay. So
1: his design is kind of for like a homestead with four people on it, staying uh-huh. there all the time. Um, and you know, it's, it's three bays or three compartments that are all like four foot cubed. So in our case, uh, there were just a bunch of these leftover plastic drainage cells, Mm -hmm. uh, from this tank install we did at work. I asked the boss if, you know, he was going to use them for anything. He said, no, take them. So I made a smaller version of that. They just click together. And so you can like make a little box and it's really sturdy once you do you can like sit on it in theory you can drive over it Hmm. they're meant for like underground buried tanks okay yeah so i had 16 panels and that was enough to make a three compartment uh humanure composting station it's about um five and a half feet wide and two and a half feet tall and deep it's a decent size. Had to clear a little space. Mom did a lot of poison oak clearing uh-huh. um, and we put it in this kind of tucked away area.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like fully permeable, right? It is
1: fully permeable lined so with hay. That was
0: my first concern as somebody who has no idea what she's doing and it has not done research and I totally defer to you. Yeah. But my, my first thought was like, oh, so the sides are sort of permeable and open. Is not going to like ooze out sewage?
1: And you imagine like, a pallet is even more so like their entire like Yeah,
0: that's true. If his design was a pallet, that is bigger than the the, key is
1: like, you're not just dumping everything in. You have a buffer around the outside of, um, hay or brush or, you know, we generate a lot of that in the summer when you do your weed whacking, we end up with a huge pile of weeds. And so I packed that in really hard and up the sides to accommodate, like adding more later Um, And then you add the waste in the middle Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, you really want to go heavy on the brush because it shouldn't be seeping. It should all be very like self-contained. But at that rate, like if you time it out right and you're letting it compost for at least a year, Uh I think ideally up to two years, um, you can then use it on your garden even for food crops really yeah yeah um i don't think we're gonna need to do that yeah
0: i'm not sure i want to do that
1: um but, but that's the, what
0: this guy said who he wrote the book on humanity. yeah it's,
1: he huh. feeds his family with it yeah it's wow. like it's it's just really good fertilizer huh. uh if you're familiar with milorganite maybe some like hardcore gardeners out there are um
0: it sounds like an alien
1: it's based on uh it's made of milwaukee sewage Huh. They've been doing it for a really long time. They like drain out all of the like liquids and dry out the solids. And then it's just this compost that they sell.
0: Mill Milwaukee Organite Organite. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: the dried sewage of Milwaukee. Oh my God. Um, and this it's is one of the best fertilizer. Prop- yeah, it's a product? fertilizer you can get huh. in the United States. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, we have so many other ambitions for, you know, native plants and pines and things that we're not going to eat. Yeah, it's going to be fine to use this stuff on. But in the meantime, we now have this above ground composter. We don't have to keep digging holes, Mm -hmm. Uh, just add plenty of hay and organic matter. Um, it's not going to smell. The drainage cells are really, really fine. So like rodents and uh-huh. like birds and raccoons can't get in there. It's a pretty heavy, tight fitting no lid. No gross
0: fuckers allowed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I built a good solid wood frame around hmm. it um, and painted it. So it should hold solid for a few years. Cool. Um, and maybe we'll fill them all up in like a year or two. And then have not to start time like, to use it though. out. Yeah. Yeah. And by then we'll probably have another humanure composting solution somewhere else on the property. Sure. Maybe the pallets.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: That was a triumph. Yeah. It's cool.
0: I'm glad that you have been doing both so much research and so much work to find solutions that work for us because it's not something I really want to think about. (laughs) It's not something I really want to deal with. I will will use a compost toilet happily, but I don't super want to deal with it. And mm-hmm. I know that that's like a privilege that you're affording me by doing all of that stuff yourself and with your mom, but mm-hmm. that I don't have to touch it or deal with it. And I appreciate that.
1: Oh, well, it's nice I want of you to your... know
0: that I appreciate that.
1: Nice of you to put it that way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And similarly, you know, you do a lot of research into things that I don't have the patience for mm-hmm. or just product comparisons in. and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And all of the like design decor stuff isn't necessarily your your cup of tea either yeah and that's the thing i'm most excited about so
1: i think that's why we complement each other so well like i i care more about the the abstract like support of the thing right
0: and... you care about function and i care about form exactly yeah go us um, yeah. it works it works Anything else you got up to when you were up there? Did you plant anything?
1: Oh, I always want to plant. Next time I go up, I'm going to make an itinerary that revolves around planting. Hmm. Um but fortunately, my mom like focuses a lot more on the earthworks and like the botany. and like yeah. is always taking care of poison oak and creating these new areas. I create new areas with just piles of dirt. And we did a little bit of soil amendment this time around. I like raked in some um, old bagged compost we had into the existing leaf matter, and we'll seed that next time. Um, my mom had planted some Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. and beets and a few of them started coming up
0: yay we officially have food growing on the property for the first time
1: yeah and flowers are coming up and even without us watering it's been raining just enough to Uh kind of keep them alive and in the cold so that's really exciting yeah um but i have not been personally responsible for enough planting and i really want to change that next time i go up
0: cool Um, i support you in this endeavor (laughs)
1: Yeah, hopefully, like, end of this month, maybe.
0: Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Why not? What else do we got going on?
1: Yeah, we got to lay low. We got to hunker down. Um,
0: Safer in Mariposa than it is here.
1: God, I guess so.
0: I mean, in Mariposa County, as compared to L.A. County, but also just being on 10 acres, not seeing anybody, obviously. Pretty safe. About the safest place you can get coronavirus-wise.
1: Don't have to wear masks uh because of the smoke anymore either so yeah that's always uh-huh. really, it's hard to go into town and remember to bring your mask
0: because
1: mm, mm-hmm. uh, it's real down there and people don't give a fuck
0: yeah <sighs> it's true all the grocery stores we've gone to so far at least in my experience there's been like
1: yeah you like better
0: get... than half and half but
1: yeah my my weirdest experience was getting carded oh, yeah. and the lady said now take off your mask 'Cause she had to make sure that my face matched match the face. face on the thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's how that's supposed to work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: oh, speaking of card, I almost forgot to mention the weirdest thing that happened. The the gift card gift card gift card gate.
1: Oh yeah. Tell
0: the good people about this super weird, inexplicable happening in our yeah, P.O. box. So
1: yeah, we got a P.O. box because we can't get mailbox for our place until like we have a house there
0: yeah
1: i don't know why we need to get mail there um we've gotten nothing but junk mail so far it's kind of annoying i'm not sure i would i would do it the same way again Uh you really need a po box if you're not gonna i mean
0: it's not like we can list it as our address anywhere with just a po box maybe
1: it's a foot in the door maybe we could like register and turn mariposa purple next time i don't know (laughs) um but yeah I go every time I'm up there and just check the box it's the same stupid flyers they stuff in uh-huh. your residential mailbox but we got these 200 dollar gift certificates
0: gift cards they're like heavy plastic oh, they're not right. even paper these are real
1: like magnetic strip yeah. like gift card 100 bucks preloaded uh to this fancy restaurant in town um With, like, a happy hour, like, just three hours a day. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, like, a fancy steakhouse. Yeah. What is the name of it? It's, like... Savories. Savories. With a U, right? Yeah, of course. Savories with an O-U. Anyway, uh, we'll have to try... Savory's restaurant at some point they're open
1: for takeout right open now for takeout you can get drinks to go
0: places now in some places i don't know if you can't america do you know do
1: they give you a little like cup or a sealed pop or something
0: probably i,
1: don't know. I get like beers to go sure but like can you just like get a gin and tonic I for think the road
0: maybe one thing i've seen is that it's like a kit like it's an unopened it's a sealed bottle of alcohol ah. with like a bottle of whatever mixer you're mm-hmm. supposed to put in with it and then they deliver them to you together and then you mix the drink yourself sure. at home. okay yeah so other than eating at savories is there anything else that you have in mind to do the next time that you go up there
1: um i definitely want to do a lot of planting um when do you want to go up again
0: well, I mean, I'm looking for a job right now, but assuming that I don't get one in the next month, which seems probably the co- course of the safest reality, bet. Yeah. Um, whenever, I guess, I'd like to look at the weather, make sure that it's not going to be overly cold. It's been like lows in the 40s this week, so this week would have been great to go up, uh, but um, oh well. obviously it was still too soon from when we went up last time. sometime the end of january beginning of february probably
1: that's about how i feel um so i want to spend one more day uh underneath the yurt (laughs) digging it out Uh uh-huh figuring out drainage before we start building the frame right and then getting the lumber there which i still haven't decided how i'm gonna deal with that we could drive the bus down to town see if the hardware store delivers uh but yeah we'll build the yurt platform next and place the order right
0: yeah yay
1: cool next step
0: well all right i hope that everything has gone well in the future from our perspective from the past of your perspective i hope everything's okay
1: (laughs) i hope your future will have been perfect
0: yeah exactly Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't know we were going.